and that people put their money where their mouth is, basically. So when people start just talking, I disregard all those words. So I don't do it to other people because I don't want it done to me. But you do. And and like the book says, although you might not give words of encouragement, you get words that tear down. You will, you will not hesitate when you get mad. But you don't use those words to build me up. <laughs> pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> Pineapples. But I'm going to say this again. We all bring those things. And because I learned that talk was cheap, that was what I was, I was raised on. Talk is cheap. I was also raised by someone who felt like you know, that was the way that she got us to do what we were supposed to do. I mean, I didn't get a lot of spankings, but my mother's words were harsh. And she was very quick to say things like, are you stupid? That's <laughs> encouragement because it inspired you, change. Can you, can you, you don't <laughs> that? According to Dr. Chapman, that's girl. what encouragement you means, know, inspired change. And this, this is simple. So when I do that to you and to the children, that's kind of my way of saying, hey, hello, I know you can do better than that. But I realize now from reading this book that that doesn't resonate with you. Man, You're no. not hearing me when I say those words. I have to figure out, based on this book, another way to go with you. Pineapple. <laughs> Have you ever read a good book that was thought-provoking and wanted to share it with your friends? Well, you come to the right place because that's what we do here. Welcome to the Bruz Bookshelf with your hosts, Lennon Givens, Walter Atkins, and Dr. Harvey Hinton III. A Real Talk book review podcast where we give you our raw commentary on our thoughts. Enjoy. Interesting. Yeah, it is because me and Teresa got it. We just going to have to sit next to each other and record. Yeah, man. Y'all, I hope y'all love language. It's the same because. <laughs> no, it's not. But it, this is Shit, right up man. his alley. So he's happy. Oh, oh, there we go. Hey, man, look, yeah, we're not gonna be wishing with you tonight, dog. Hey, this the bros bookshelf now. Y'all, y'all, y'all forget that now. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> wishing, wishing shit now. Hey, man, it's the bros bookshelf. Dog, 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 dog. We going dog. Dog, dog. She know her. She know her man, the bros. Yeah, yeah, cor- correct. You know what I mean, the bros. I, ha- I have my own thing. Absolutely, own you thing. know. Absolutely, yeah. we, we've been trying to get right for you for the last hour, though. You know, so we gotta. That, that was all him. That was all him. Nah, we, it, ain't, it ain't all of him. But look, my man do a great job of making sure I'm that. So, um, that's called words of affirmation. Nah, my man do a great job of making sure words that we're we, we getting it right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> put an ample amount of time in this situation, oh baby. Come God. give me a kiss. I did. Man. I did. All right. Well, I'm here, and yeah, I feel like I'm in the barbershop. So we are we're we're all together. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. I'm, just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Now. All right. Hey y'all. Um. So welcome to another episode of the Bros Bookshelf. We're going to be doing the Doctor Gary Chapman's The Five Love Languages. 
the secret to love that lasts. Today we have a special guest, a woman to whom is near and dear to me, my heart. She's my everything. 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 <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, hey, baby, you want to tell them how we met? Do you want to tell them how we met? All right. Hey, I want so, to hear, um, man. All right, so I went to a club one time. Me it wasn't and my, a club. What was it? It was a restaurant. Turned into a club, right? It was a restaurant <laughs> that was having a party. It was a club to me. It was not a club. All right, it was a restaurant that had women in it, that had a bar and a DJ, whatever. But anyway, man, I, I you know, I did my rounds. I walked around. I looked at every woman in the club before I stopped and, you know, started talking to them. Just like in the book says in the, uh, what's that book? The MacBook? I didn't read that. Oh, okay. But anyway, Tyreek Nasheed got this MacBook. The automatic. And I, and I, the automatic. And that, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and so hey, I, <laughs> I, I, I was following. I was following the uh, the principles of automatic. <laughs> and uh, I walked around. and I was like, you know, these girls are okay. Then when I got to the back of the club, I looked at the door and I saw this silhouette. This woman standing at the door. She was bow legged. She had that flip hairdo. I remember exactly what she had. <laughs> Yeah, man. I would quiz you, but I don't feel like going through that. What? What? Uh, your top? You said you knew exactly. What yeah, I, I knew had exactly on. what you had on, just except for the shoes. I wasn't looking at your your feet. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. But anyway, dog, I hollered at her. I got the digits. She called me. Our first conversation was a five hour long conversation, and then thus the rest is history. 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 So. <laughs> Absolutely. So, That's what I'm talking about. Was that my introduction? No, baby. That's oh. not your introduction, baby. Okay. I, but you know what? Listen, I'm going to have to come back and give you a, a, another introduction. I'm going to have to edit you an introduction in because I didn't write down your uh, introduction. Uh, what? But you know what? I don't have to write down an introduction. <laughs> All you got to do is look at me and let me gaze in your eyes and I can give a proper introduction you just know off what? the cuff. In the barbershop. <laughs> I'm in the barbershop. Stargazing. That's a real therapeutic technique. 30 seconds. I like it to change your whole attitude about somebody. Hey, man. (laughs) Sometimes if you you around us, you would think that we were best friends, and sometimes you would think we were arch enemies. 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 (laughs) Sometimes I have to tell her to STFU. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. I have to tell him to STFU. Oh wow! I don't, I don't know. Uh, is it, can we get a safe word? Can we get a safe word tonight so we know? <laughs> hey, so Teresa, Teresa, uh, anything you like to add to your intro? Uh no. I, I think that uh, it's great. I, I do feel like I am in the barbershop, but. I I do have a relationship with each of you uh, separately and together. And you are all, you all have something in common, which, you know, you all set out and did something great. So I can certainly appreciate that you are all men of Omega Sci-Fi, which of course I hear and hear because uh, my mother, of course, is an AKA and my father is an Omega. So this this has been happening for years and years and years and years. So you talking about podcasts? Podcasts been going on for a long time, huh? Uh, well, just I'm, this, I'm just this PG relationship <laughs> right, is, right, right, is right, more right, of right. what I'm talking about. Absolutely, so absolutely. I'm I'm comfortable, but I still feel like I'm hey, in the barber. 
Well, let's talk about the newest, the newest AK in your family. I'm, I'm still over the moon about that one. So, uh, I'm really excited to bring my legacy there in. You go. Um, and I'm sure at some point she will be trying to get on the podcast and uh, take over with, because she's now she's my reader. She's the go. avid reader in the family. Come on now. There you go. Talk to us. Talk to us. Come on now. Talk to us. I'm going to uh, put my legs together like a lady and pull my skirt all the way down so that I can uh, be the the woman's version of this book because I feel like I'm going to get a lot of stuff thrown at me here tonight. So I'm, I'm ready. It's a possibility. You never know what's going to come out. <laughs> never. Never. But I'm ready. Yeah, y'all know me. I'm ready. Right, 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 right. I know you're thorough, dog. You are, well. I'm gonna say I'm sorry about that. I know you're thorough. <laughs> it's okay, Walt. You can you can be yourself. You can be your natural self. It's Please okay. be yourself, because I'm going to be hey, me. Hey, that's all I can be, ba- baby. Love. Hey, 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 hey. Give me the pass. Give me the pass. <laughs> oh, I got the pass in it. Yeah, yeah, you got a pass. Hey, all y'all have. <laughs> all right, all right, man. Come right, on, so baby. for the listeners, for the listeners, uh. Obviously, I'm married. I'm here with my wife, Teresa. My wife is so pretty and so fine. And then uh, uh, Walter is also married. Uh, Walter is, uh, you just celebrated your anniversary, correct, Walter? Yes, I did. March 2nd. Uh, March 2nd. I've right, been married right. officially for one year. I love my wife today. Congratulations, Dougie. Hey, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. One year down, a lifetime to go. Mm, I can attest. I was there. It, it happened for real. Yep. And then uh Harvey, Harvey's married. How long you been uh married, Harvey? 14 years, dog. <laughs> Woo. And Donovan is just playing the field. Ain't that right, Donovan? I guess you could say that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so so we have I'm we have one, one uh, I'm in an extended uh one night stand right now though. <laughs> 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 Rude dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, talk about that offline because you know how I am about those things. Oh well, okay. You stay you having, my baby. Not everybody's counsel. Okay. I, I'm not. Well, I don't know what this All right, all right. So y'all, the book. We're gonna get into the book. The book. The book starts off where he's setting it up, and he has the book is uh, replete with a lot of stories about couples and what they go through, and he addressed their cup. Uh, he addressed their stories. And so in the beginning stages of the book, he talks about love after marriage and how um, and how when the dating stage is over and what I call the honeymoon stage, how things get really real. And then that's when you realize that, hey, either I like this person and I can spend the rest of my life with this person or this person has some qualities about themselves that I absolutely can't deal with. And some of these stories that some of these stories, the couples are already married and they've already committed to loving each other for the rest of their lives. And the love is gone. So I'm going to read this little uh, part in the book. And it says, you know what, Tracy, you want to read it? Would you like for me to read Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Okay. So. Man. Yeah. It says, welcome to the real world of marriage where hairs are always on the sink and little white spots cover the mirror, where discussions center not on where should we eat tonight, but why didn't you get milk? 
It is a world where bills and in-laws and jobs and children all clamor for our attention. A world where routine and resentment can silently eat away at the love we once had. In this world, a look can hurt and a word can crush. Intimate lovers can become enemies and marriage is a battlefield. What happened to the in love experience? For a while, to love was all we could do. We were young and we knew and our eyes were alive. Deep inside, we knew our love was true. For a while, we paid no mind to the past. We knew love would last, would invite us to dance. Something happened along the way. What used to be happy was sad. Something happened along the way. And yesterday was all we had. Oh, <laughs> after the love is gone, <laughs> you're yes. So, what happens after the love is gone, and that's what this book addresses. The book addresses that love is a choice, it's a choice, absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. I think, hey. I think we choose every day. Mm. We choose every day, mm. we choose every second, we choose every minute, mm. every hour, man. Speak on that, Walt. You choose every day to be to be faithful, to be to be loving, to be caring, to be understanding, to be uh committed to a to a greater good that's that's bigger than you. And, and also the idea of love itself and what it may represent for your siblings, what it may represent for your your offsprings, what it may represent for a lot of individuals, man. Right. Um, I'm going to read this one more passage, and then we're just going to take off from here, okay? All right, cool. It said, we recognize the in love experience for what it was, a temporary emotional high, and now pursue real love with our spouse. They're kind of emotional in nature, but it's obsessional. It is a love that unites reason and emotion. It involves an act of will and requires discipline. It requires the need for personal growth. He said it requires discipline. I want to stop right there. Man, have you ever been mad at your your uh your lady and you like, man, I don't love her. And you go out somewhere and you see somebody fine or there's somebody that's being sweet on you and you mad at your lady and you thinking like, man, it's over with. And you got to stop and think to yourself, look, <laughs> I chose to marry this woman and I got to be disciplined and stick to it. And then when you get home after you were mad and then y'all make up and then you think you reflect back to yourself and say, man, what was I was about? Uh, what I was about to do? That was about to be the dumbest thing that I was ever about to do. Had that ever happened to you? No, nah, dog. Nah, nah, <laughs> oh god. Harvey, you got out that mic. Not gonna confess no shit right there. That was not very brotherly. Hey, man. Hey, now, now. I know y'all want to get you got there, Candy. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do understand where you're coming from, though. I mean, I think 
I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it like you said it. Uh, no, I would not. I would not spit it like you said it, man. But um, I think. Uh, <laughs> nah, man. man. I think you always. It's a choice, and I think. Um, I remember I used to tell people. I still do. Um, you you gonna choose happiness or you gonna choose misery? No, and, what is happiness and, though, dog. What happiness is is you know what I mean. Let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you what happiness is. It means putting up with a lot of shit. It means not not focusing on bullshit. It means getting over shit. It means not being mad. It means minding your business. It means all of those type of things. Bro, I think because we, it's I, I think we on the because other side it's of the I think we on the other side of the oh court. absolutely I absolutely think, because I the idea it. that somebody else is gonna make you happy I think is foolish absolutely and I think um. You know, and finding your own happiness means you're going to have to tolerate a lot of shit. And, you know, tolerating shit does not necessarily mean that you're living in abuse. So you have to be careful with how you understand that. But that's what love is, man. Love ain't, it's th- th- that discipline. What you mean? What do you think that is? That ain't easy. Discipline ain't never been fun. You know what I'm saying? That ain't never been <laughs> something that you like. So, you know, that's what it means. You're going to put up with some stinky right. shit if you're going to be, be, be with somebody. I, I, th- I think it depends on what you want to deal with, man. Man, that's the purpose of this book, <laughs> though. And I think this the purpose of this book, so you won't be in a uh, in a relationship where you feel like you have to deal with that. And you feel and you have those, neg- those negative emotions. And I mean, what I makes that I, a negative I, emotion, though. Say again. What makes that a negative emotion? Because that, I mean, that emotion, what you're, what you're describing, it sounds like is more of settling. And no. say, hey, I don't to be with you and I got to no. put up with that. Yeah. That's what I said. Nah, that's the slippery slope. You can't ever think it's settling. Get into your story, though. But nah, that ain't what I'm saying at all. It ain't about settling. It's about okay. tolerating. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like love is who's asked you a wife and not be mad about it. That's not no fun shit, dog. Dog. That's not negative. That's not negative. It's just a reality of how deep and dirty love is. It says our basic emotional (laughs) needs fall in love, but to be genuinely loved by another, to know a love that grows out of reason and choice, not instinct, to need to be loved by someone who chooses to love me, who sees me in something worth loving. The kind of love requires effort and discipline. It is a choice to spend energy and effort to benefit the other person, knowing that his or her life is enriched by your effort. You, too, will find a sense of satisfaction, the satisfaction of having genuinely loved another. It does not require the euphoric of in love experience. In fact, true love cannot begin until the in love experience has run its course. And that's probably the most poignant thing that he said in the opening chapters of the book before he starts to actually get into the love language. Your true love doesn't start until the the uh, infatuation stage, the euphoric stage, all that has run its course until you, you, until you had like your first argument. And, uh, or until things get real. And so look, what's important about that is this, man. Bro, we all gonna have a uh we all gonna have a different time and understanding of when that 
that uh that true love experience starts to unfold when that like you know that euphoric i love her kissy kissy lovey lovey face uh ends but when we do man like we all have different experience about it you know like my experience may be but shit it depends on it depends on my financial circumstance at the time. No, I wouldn't say that. That's keeping it a hundred though. That's keeping it a hundred. That's keeping it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, man. It, it depends on shit. That it depends on where I'm at in life, my stage. You know what I'm saying? Like it depends on what I got going on. Like we, we all are. When, we, when you when you in love with a person and when you dealing with a person, I feel like we all are like all are codependent on one another in some shape, form, or fashion for the betterment of, our, of, of us as an individual and also the ideal of what love can tr- truly possibly be. When was when was that moment where you realized that the euphoric of, you know, you in love, you dating, you always want to be around each other, there's nothing that your, that your partner can do that can make you upset and everything is always a yes and all of that. When was that defining moment when you realized that this is over? And when you found that moment, <laughs> you already married. I think said this is uh, Harvey, go first. <laughs> now nah, you assume that 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 feeling ever existed. And and, right, and that's on. and that's been something that that um that I've had to deal with in my relationship from day one is that I recognized the beauty in my wife the moment I saw her. But that thing is something else. Like, I, I recognized her, her spirit, you know, and all the goodness in her. And and, I, and I, that's been there from the day, the day that, I, that, that I've met her. And that has never changed, right? But the, the, the idea of um, the euphoric being in love, <clears throat> that's something different. Because I think when you start looking at making love a choice and and you recognize it and you see people's spirit you don't need that other piece as much but that's difficult to articulate to people because people want that they want to know that they was on the other end of that you know they want to know that there was a twinkle in somebody's eye and all that kind of stuff and i get it oh do you think people really want to know that shit man they say they do yeah people say a lot of things man they say they say they do. I mean, they add like they they add like they need it. You know what I mean? And I get it because I mean, you know, words of affirmation. I think we all need to be affirmed. But you know, the idea that we all have to be in love with somebody, like I don't know that that's necessarily True. objective. I think, I think, um, you know, you can always, like I said, for me, I always recognize who she was. Like I didn't need to be in love with her to know you know, how special she was and how important she was. So that being in love thing ain't never been necessary for me when it came to her. And the times okay, that so I worked, that, that I, that I, that. So, so you saying that it wasn't, it, it wasn't one of those things like you like, oh my God, she really does it for me. You saying it wasn't that she, she hit no, other things. Everything else. I mean, she did do it for me. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, that feeling that in love that we talking about those those relationships always ended wrong, so I don't see the need to oh, try to I pursue that saying. feeling. You saying like the ones you was head over heels, like nose wide open type. 
type deal. Yeah, we're not doing that no more. I got you. 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 We're not doing that no more. We've been down that road too many times. Right, right, right. I got you. what I'm saying? No, we don't need that. We keep all. I think that's been the issue I've been trying to say for years. Like, yo, motherfuckers have torn this hard of mine apart, dog. We're not doing that no more. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. We gonna. I We've I see had who that you notion before because I mean, what's the rapper you like? Uh, who the Syrian, the Enigma? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toby, Toby, to- 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 yeah. to- Toby New Way, yeah, yeah. He, um, the way he describes his wife is right. Is a lot that way, fat. Yes, the way that he describes her and, um. You know, and and, 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 I, and that works. Um, that you know, of, uh, because there are so many different versions of love, and love comes in in many ways. I think that um, Harvey, we're probably closer in age to a certain thing. Uh, me and Harvey, I'm older than Harvey. Are you older than Harvey? Yeah, baby, I'm the oldest person on this. Oh list. my god! <laughs> okay, well rats. then, wow, that makes me ancient. So, what? Baby, you're not ancient. I'm not you ancient. Like fine wine. Thank you, darling. Um, I think, though, that for me and and the way that I look at love and, of course, I'm also female, so it's a female perspective. But I will also say that I do not consider myself to be traditional female thinking. So uh, what I will say is that because I'm older and because I've been in another serious relationship before and because... I've seen the things that I've seen. I see love in a different way. Um, And I know what romantic love is. And I also know the difference between romantic love, um, infatuation love, and that agape love and the friendship love that you have to have with somebody to be with them over a long period of time. And knowing that there has to be something more than infatuation love absolutely, to actually be in a relationship with someone because when the sex is not there or if someone is ill or something they gotta be your friend. catastrophic, you have the, to have something to get through that. Is Ill, man. I've seen yes, definitely. And I, I mean, and if we're going to have, you know, like true... Of uh, disclosure and be real with one another. There are sometimes with me and and where I have evolved in my life that I have to explain to Lennon the same thing. I have to say things like, you know, you don't always have to have everything to have a partner and be in love because if something happened to him, I don't know. I mean, you know, and he was not who he is. I would still love him. I would still be with him. I would still care for him. And sometimes he questions that. He was, I mean, you know, if if my penis don't work, you know, you're not. And I'm like, that to me is so. No, just take me out when that happens. And again, without my legs and my arm. That's so surface. To me, I mean, my mother had colon cancer and, you know, for for months and months and months, you know, we were taking care of her. She didn't even have control of her bowels for a while. And you have to have a love of, you know, more than 
romantic love to stay in relationships where that goes. And I know even with, um, you know, things that you think and you'll say, well, how can you still be with someone or, or past that when they do things to you that you don't like and you go past that and you say, well, when I was sick with cancer, he took care of me. You know, I can deal with a little bit of his attitude or I can deal with a little bit of his quirks and how he grew up because for months on top of months, all I did was lay in the bed and he made sure that I was taken care of. I can do that for him because of love. That is mm-hmm. one of the five love languages in this book he talks about. And that that is that falls under the category of well, acts, acts of service. Right. But. Right now, Man, the, the first, I'm still. Can I? Can I? The admit? first love language. Hold on, Hari. The first love language. Let's focus. We're gonna go through the book in chronological order. I don't want to get too off the book, but that was some good stuff, Teresa. Uh, the first one is words of affirmation, and that that was one of my love languages. Did you guys do your love language profile? Yes, we did. All right. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Kirk, Kirk that, that, that's one of my love languages I do not like when my wife gets upset with me and she says all the stuff I say all the what, stuff that nah, you what's say what's he be saying dog my wife what's he be has, saying dog man my He's wife so has a sharp <laughs> and, and she leans in my wife my wife leans in the conversation with, with she, she her opening words is caustic okay and because I mean, listening to the author and a lot of what he says is that when you're dealing with any human, you're dealing with their childhood and who they are based on their life experiences. So again, as we go through everything, we bring with us all of our life experiences and Lennon and I, are you know we are an oxymoron and a whole bunch of other things because even by astrology we're not supposed to be together i mean if you take all of those things into consideration we're just not supposed to be together and when you think about his love languages and my love languages we are so far apart no we're not we both had quality time and acts of services Lenny, I'm going to say it one more time. We are so far apart when it comes to our love languages, like words of affirmation for him. They are, it's really high up for him. I need my compliments. Man. He needs to this day I say that's why you and I are friends right now to this day man the book said hey walk the book said Mark Twain once said I can live for two months on a good compliment and we take Mark Twain literally six compliments a year will have his emotional love tank at the operating level. Your spouse will probably need more. Mm-hmm. I need more than that. Yes. It's a, yes, he, he needs more. <laughs> and it also says that verbal compliments or words of appreciation are powerful communications of love. They are best expressed in simple, straightforward statements of affirmation. Why you don't give compliments? This is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All 
as I've said, we all have things that we bring with us from our upbringing. And my entire life, I have heard compliments, whether they were true, whether they were just to get something out of me, whether it was whatever it was. I was raised to believe that words are cheap and that people put their money where their mouth is, basically. So when people start just talking, I disregard all those words. So I don't do it to other people because I don't want it done to me. But you do. And and like the book says, although you might not give words of encouragement, you get words that tear down. But you don't use those words to build me up. <laughs> pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> Pineapples. But I'm going to say this again. We all bring those things. And because I learned that talk was cheap, that was what I was, I was raised on, talk is cheap. I was also raised by someone who felt like you know, that was the way that she got us to do what we were supposed to do. I mean, I didn't get a lot of spankings, but my mother's words were harsh. And she was very quick to say things like, are you stupid? That's encouragement because <laughs> it inspired change. Can you, can you, you don't <laughs> According you don't to Dr. Really Chapman, that's girl. what encouragement means, inspire change. And this, this is simple. So when I do that to you and to the children, that's kind of my way of saying, hey, hello, I know you can do better than that. But I realize now from reading this book that that doesn't resonate with you. Man, You're no. not hearing me when I say those words. I have to figure out based on this book another way to go with you. Pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't use her love to make him weak. She uses love to keep him strong. And inside of me, there's no room for doubt and it won't be long. That girl, what? Stevie Wonder. What is up with you and Stevie Wonder? I mean, baby, I love Stevie Wonder because his words. Because when he, when he said that lyric, that's words of affirmation. It, it resonated with me. But Harvey. Yeah, the, Harvey. What was your love? What was your uh, your primary love language? I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it is words of affirmation. Um, I think, like most men, we might think it's physical touch, but at the end of the day, it is words of affirmation. We're very ego, we're very egotistical. You know what I'm saying? We have to be affirmed. I have to know, and I mean that's very important to me. There's certain people that I have to know that they approve of of my my movements and, and my wife is definitely that's one deep, of them man I, that's, that's real deep dog yeah. that's real deep because of the fact that I, I feel actually similar to that man and i was expressing that to my wife a couple of days ago you know i was saying baby listen believe it or not like being a former athlete right you go from there you, you go, go. From the age of let's say five six years old playing flag football high school football college football uh, you know, semi-pro or straight uh, tackle walk, straight right. tackle dog, straight tackle. What we all, what we all had in common from getting your name right, called, getting your name called, getting that, getting that recognition, getting that, uh, not that instant, that, that trophy, that, that gratification that you appreciated. Your services were appreciated. <laughs> whatever you did, that, nick, that nickname, <laughs> that nickname, that fear, like whatever it was, we walk on the field. Oh, there you go, there you go. That's important. Man. So you, you don't you don't necessarily do right, it. Right, right. You know what, dog? But you do it. 
you do it because that's your responsibility, A, and then B, you Because you start hearing that shit. Anything. <laughs> hey, man, you remember when you were a little kid and then you throw a rock up in the air and you hit it and you go grab who? Your mama. And you want your mama to see it, right? And you want her to see how well you're doing hitting the ball. And you want her to be like, oh, baby, you're doing such a good job. And every time you go get her, you can't hit the ball no more. That ever happened to y'all? Nah, no. Nah, again, nah, <laughs> we a little different. I had to with my daddy, though, man. My I dad. Am, I am. Yeah. And I guess with this, I'm on <laughs> this actual <laughs> podcast for a reason. And and I guess the reason would be to bring the female perspective Absolutely. to this book, which is very break it down. That. Science church. But I just want you to I want you to hear yourselves when you say a lot of the things that you're saying. Talk and as me. a woman, uh, and and I will also say that I'm non-traditional, which means that I'm even out a little bit. Hey, Teresa, that Teresa, a lot of things. Well. Tradition number one, traditional is uh, thinking more of a woman who likes to be a dependent of a man, or traditional in the sense of the traditional roles or traditional thinking. And there are a lot of things that I will sit outside of on that. And I, I can, my husband says all the time, I'm very critical of women and the way that I've raised my daughter you know, is a lot, uh, has a lot to do with being more independent to a certain extent. But I will flip it on you in a minute and say, hey, you know what? There are some roles that I do agree with. So I can be, again, an oxymoron because I've said that word like three times tonight. But a lot of the things that happen in this and a lot of things that happen in this book um, make me take pause simply because it does make me feel like I have to be a mother to more than just my children. And mm. that <laughs> is very <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, slippery slope, like slippery slope, pineapple. Abort, slippery, abort, right, abort. slippery slope. Abort. I do not like to feel that I'm every body's mother mm, i'm mm, already mm, being pulled in so many hey. different directions mm, mm, you know mm, harvey mm. just like you i work with young people i mean and mm, i and mm, even mm, younger mm. you know i i deal with children from kindergarten to 12th grade and they want me to mother them mm. and then i have my own biological children i have children that i've adopted i have children that i've taken in I don't want to mother my husband. Mm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean when you say whoa, 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 whoa. And I, I know you got the whoa. Listen to her. Listen to her. She said she don't. She don't have no words. By the time she get home, she's done with words, nigga. Oh, no, man. Yeah. When Lennon <laughs> just brought it up too, he said, "Remember kind of words, when your mama man. used to used to go get your mother? It's the same kind of emotion." And I get it. Everybody wants to feel that unconditional love that a mother gives. But we also, that mama wants to feel some of that unconditional love too in a mm. different hey, you know way. Hey, Teresa, mm. hey, Teresa, check it out, right? So, so being honest, like a lot of us, as far as like, you know, African-American men, I wouldn't say the vast majority because I grew up with a, with a male in my household, two-parent household. 
a lot of cats still may not have gotten that that know how as far to how how to express ourselves as as men to a woman. You know right. that example may have not been present in our household or in our environment that we grew up in. So I don't know, man. You just don't know. You don't know how you gonna act yeah, in relationship right. to you in it, and you are different. Right. Exactly, and then like you, like Lenny brought some things up. Hold and on, then hold on, hold on, hold on. Being an athlete, you know, and all of that, because I've been on both sides of that too, you know. And then I raised an athlete, you know, so I'm constantly trying to feed into him. I do feel like I feed into my husband as well. I'm not the greatest, I will admit, when it comes to those things that are so, not. You know, I can be very critical of certain things, but by the same token, when there are times to build up, I know that a male needs those types of things. I know that and I I provide those things. But then, you know, you have to also think on the other side. And that is women don't always want to feel like that is what we are doing. Doing as far as what, like just bigging up the ego or words of affirmation or doing what? I think that we do, you know, it's just like, okay, words of affirmation. But then after a while, you're like, okay, now come on, give it a rest. You know what, though? It should come natural. You should, it should be like, you know what? Hey, baby, uh, I appreciate you uh, washing the car for me or going to put gas in it. Nah, what's funny funny about that is that's the same that's the same feeling that the person that wanted to be the twinkle in somebody's eye say. Yeah. It's the same shit. Everybody wanting to be what they want to be to somebody else. Mm. So it really, you know, that's why it's called points of views. It's hard for the person that wants to be the twinkle in someone else's eye to just I mean, everybody is seeking does not see him in that way. Everybody's seeking something different, man. I mean, I was I listened to Lenny's story, I listened to yours, and mine totally different. We all say we 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 own the same thing, but how we arrive there are totally different ways. Like I have I have uncles. I have like I had over ten uncles growing up. So I had many different models of men. I had stories of achievement. I had stories of failure. You know, I was very much taken care of in my family, so I didn't want for things. And then I, you know, was exposed to other people. So football players who I exposed myself to and learn about, I had their goals and accomplishments and records. So for me, I always had external goals. So I, the 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 crowd and, and what people was doing, that was a part of the game, and I loved that too. But I had shit in my head that I was trying to accomplish because I wasn't worried about my mama saying I love you or you did good. So, no, my mama wasn't there like that. But, hell, yeah, my mama was there. She was there. My mama's still there, you know? Right. (laughs) But I get it. Everybody everybody wants to be that something. And everybody – and I think that's the the challenge. And I think think if 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 you're looking at the text – with the purpose of wanting to try to get better or be in a better space mentally or just keep the fire going, any of those positive things, it can it can it can be toyed at like that. 
but it's still um I just got I gotta say this to get it off my chest, man. I wanted I wonder that this book we read we read Miseducation of the Negro and that book talked about a, a miseducation and a misconsciousness of our people. And part of that, you know, our dehumanization, we didn't get a chance to love one another when we were slaves, you know, and not, not like, not like this, not like what they talking about words of affirmation and quality time and, and gifts and, and service. Now all that might've been there, but we got to remember that social context and how it impacted that. And so when Teresa's talking about we bring to a relationship all the things we experience, our history as black people, man, we got a lot of trauma. It's a, it's a lot of trauma. It's a different experience. It's a lot of trauma, man. So it requires a lot of patience. I think I think if this book, if we want to use it to like just to have people have something to look at and talk about so they can have a frame of reference to make them become aware, it might be necessary for certain people, you know. But our, our our experience is so traumatic, man. And it's just like to be thrust into this conversation where we think that we're going to be just as happy as these white folks all of a sudden. Like, ah. <laughs> I mean, I understand exactly what you're saying, Harvey. But I mean, no matter what, no matter what trauma we've experienced and that, I mean, it's unimaginable to most people. They have no idea. But we are still human. And right. You know, I, I know that, you know, your background. No and excuse I know that either. You know no excuse. That there are so many things about us that we've had to put aside because of our trauma. So this is on top of the trauma that we've already experienced. So we have that trauma that we're working through, but we still want to have these happy, healthy relationships that we have with people from so many different backgrounds because we're not always going to fall in love with someone who has the same experiences that we right. you know that we have i mean even just me and lenny you know we are chances are you won't because you were trying to get yeah, away from the shit you know let me get away from this cry. i know this to too much and figure <laughs> it out but you know we both we think that we are products of slavery but again do we ever really know what is in our lineage for sure, because nah, that was stolen you, from us nah, too. You don't, you don't, you don't know all of that, but you, I do think you know. Like I know when I met my wife, I when I saw her when I first met her, you know, when I was able, you know, I was like, wow, this this is a special person, and I knew I needed to stop the bullshit. Pause for a second, man. Let, let's talk about that question. Let's talk about that, man. Let's talk about how every every man who's on this podcast right now, um. Talk about that time when you knew you felt in your heart that you had to stop the bullshit. And he was like, you know what? <laughs> fuck your buck stops right now. <laughs> the bullshit hey, stops. The bullshit stops today. This my lady. Is it? That's it. That's my lady. That's my lady, that's my lady man. That's, that's it. <laughs> hey Donovan. What's up? What's your thoughts on that? Um, <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> um, I think what he said is very, very relevant just because when we were in slavery, we, we were still people and we were still, we were still falling in love with each other under this system that was designed to kind of keep us apart. So you have somebody probably like say like me with my, my love language, as you probably know, is one of them is like touch, physical touch. 
Um, yes, it is. <laughs> so, like, you gotta imagine, like, if I'm in love with Sister Sarah or whatever, we can't be holding hands because mass is going to separate us. We we can't even really we can't even give true expressions of how we love each other. Mm. Um, and so that translates into like maybe um, just just uh, you know like some couples will just kind of like just talk to each other extremely rough or just almost like they're fighting or cackling and, and that's like their way of expressing love because like they can't we haven't learned how to just be honest and just say hey baby I love you and just because it, it almost sounds corny I gotta act like I hate you so nobody won't think I like exactly, you exactly because if I, if I like you too much then you might get taken away from me right you get stuck in that shit. It's some nasty. It's some nasty. Yeah, I can't. I can't let master know that you're worth anything. I can't show off the that whole experience, man. It fucked Ho- us. Let up. me say this. I hear what you're saying, Harvey. I hear what you're saying, Donovan, and I understand the whole concept. But this is my thoughts on it. I think love is your purest natural emotion and the purest natural resource. And if you restrict that based off past things, then you're cheating yourself. I think that I think you're cheating yourself. I think you should let it go and let yourself love because the uh, you sound the like white people. Group, you sound like white people. Well, well, well. Then maybe I just live like it, a white person. Just let it go. <laughs> I live, oh my god! Just let it go. Really? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I live in the Come moment, on, man. Bro. Come on, man. That's, that's white things. people. Um. That's the, you know, just let, just let it go. So what, what you was about to say? That's the truth, so that's about a situation. Maybe black folks, we just don't know how to love one another, man. No, don't oh, speak no. for me. Because <laughs> you know what? Man, I that, let all that other past stuff go. There is a... And you know, and I make myself vulnerable for my wife. Sometimes. You, that's oh, the, and that is, is the beauty of it. That's the choice. It's, it's probably so hard. Yeah. Lin- Lenny is good like, at uh, letting things go. We got so many things we got to overcome just to get to love. Bruh. We have done exceedingly and over, you know, abundantly, you know, to not sound like the preacher. But, I mean, we've always been the type of people to do and just survive. And I know that surviving is not always thriving, but we've been able to do that. And, you know, I don't want to get too far away from this book um, because it sounds like we need to write our own, but we just, we're still human. And that, and that's what I feel because when I deal with Lennon and I know the type of person that he is other than those other things that's going on with him I see so much of him in this book that I know I'm not doing Damn. for him because I am the opposite of him when we talk about this book. So because I'm a woman and I know that we all have things to do, I'm going to go ahead and kind of recap the words of affirmation that we've gone over. And part of that was that words are important. And we all know that words are extremely important in what you say to people, how you say it and what you say is extremely important. And then um, the author also goes on to say that you need to set a goal to give your spouse a different compliment each day. You know, I can do that. It might be 
a little bit hard, but I can do that. And actually, when I, I won't say it was when we first, I might have been when we were first married. Lenny used to ask me questions. He would say, well, why do you like me? You know, why did you marry <laughs> me? And I used to say, Spill the bees, ain't it? <laughs> I do it. You know, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I'm here. I sleep Absolutely. in this bed with you. I'm, you know, I give you all of me. But that was simple to me. But I didn't, until I actually read this book, realize that he just needed me gotcha. to affirm that. And um, I know that now he needs a lot of things to be affirmed with him. I mean, not just me, because love is not just romantic love. You know, you have love with your family. You want to hear those words from your sisters, your brothers, your cousins. You know, those are all things that make you feel and create your type of identity when you're doing those things. And, you know, the author also says to learn to say, I love you or other expressions of affirmation in a couple of different languages, because they just, those types of people, they just want to hear it. Me, on the other hand, I know it, so I don't have to hear it, but I know that if I'm going to show him that I love him, he has to hear it the way that he responds to it. Teresa, do you think Lenny understood that like when y'all first uh, started dating or whatnot? As far as previous experience, as far as like a lot of, you know, people saying like great things about you or whatnot, trying to get your attention, whether for like, you know, good reasons or bad reasons. Uh, do you think he understood that? And then, like, I know it's probably difficult for a guy to even understand uh, that as far as a woman deal with. Hmm. I don't. I don't think that he did at all. And I, I, I. Well, for a matter of fact, I know he didn't. And what we're talking about is because at that point we were still in that romantic love that. That high love, that oh, I can't wait to see you love that, that euphoric love. Yeah, the like, euphoric love the that, euphoric that we talked about, you know, that because you're not paying attention to much of anything. You just yep. excited, you know. Oh my God, he's here. Yeah. You know, that that um I'm gonna be uh perfect when he gets here. My hair is done, my nails are done. At I, that stage, a lot you let a lot ooh, of stuff ooh. ride too. And you don't Absolutely. even know you let it ride. You, 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 I don't you understand. Like the things that 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 will come later mm. to bother you, yeah, you will let it ride. I don't get it. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So you know that that you want to be, you want everything to be perfect. So nobody's paying attention to words of affirmation and you know what your love language. I is. am, but not at that point. I'm you asking for it. You just said I, I used to ask for. I used to ask for it. No, that was when we were settled. You okay. would start to ask when okay. we were settled. You didn't ask me nothing like that. All you okay. was asking for was when you going to be here and when all of that. That's it. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. <man>. So, <laughs> so past the euphoric stage. And once you start to realize that, you know, this is for the long haul. You know, what, what do we have for the long haul? You want to know if your cup is going to be filled. And we used to say that to each other. We yes. used to say things like, you know, filling my cup. Yeah. You know, I, are, is my cup going to be filled? And that was before we read this book. Yeah. That, and that translation, that's Dr. Chapman's way of saying emotional love tank. Your love tank. Your love tank. Your love tank. 
your, your yeah. love tank. Yeah, so, cap um, off your love no, tank, baby. He says to occasionally email or text a note of affirmation during the day or when one of you is traveling. And I know when, when Lenny was living in Chicago and wherever else, I used to send him little notes. I would send him things in the mail. I sent him food in the mail. But I love that. I bet you did. But those but are the that's things. Not, that's not words of affirmation. That's what it says right here in words of affirmation. It didn't say it food, says, baby. I know, Emails. but I'll put a note in okay, the food. That's Lennon. right. That's right. The note. The note. You don't put notes in the stuff you send. I'm sorry, baby. Because you can't even speak your own language. That's right, baby. You're right. Jesus. But is that your language? But, if you don't share the same language, would it even make sense? Would it? Would it? Yeah, it, it, it actually because I don't need it, which would which is fine. But thank you, I, just, I know because there you go with that again. See, I'm in the barbershop. Well, there y'all go. Just, you, you know, you know, because it, it so, won't mean the same thing if you from you because it's not your language. So like, this is that's true. But for mm-hmm. me, all I'm saying is, how are you going to expect something from somebody if you can't even do it yourself? Hey, baby, I think it's turning. Somebody pick up the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week as we cover chapters 5 through 8 in our series of Dr. Chapman's The Five Love Languages. Remember to like, leave a five-star rating, and share with your friends. Thank you for listening.